Welcome to What Should I Watch? A podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. If you have any comments or just want to say hi, please feel free to send me an email to whatshouldiwatcht at gmail.com. Hey, Mary, how are you? Hi, T. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining today. Thank you for inviting me, for inviting me back. Yeah, I, I always love to have you. <laughs> how are you? Good, good. Um, do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound good. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I'm not in the closet today. I, I always record in my closet. <laughs> Um, but I, I tried, I tried going in there, but it just, you know, it's the, you know, mind is very powerful thing and knowing yeah. that we're going to do a Halloween special today, like knowing that I'm going to talk about a scary story, just <laughs> like I couldn't stay in there. So I was in there for like a minute trying to get my stuff together and then I just got out. So I'm in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh my gosh yeah and especially if you see the shadow of something in there you just uh, uh, lose it uh, excuse me <laughs> let's not go there <laughs> <laughs> oh a halloween special that sounds so um, fun yeah so yeah if i sound a little you know cave-ish uh if you hear echo a lot of reverb um i apologize but i just I really tried, but I just couldn't stay in the closet. <laughs> it's always good to come out of the closet sometimes. Um, yeah, I, you know, I mentioned a few episodes ago that I'm, I love all the, you know, creepy stuff. And, you know, I can watch like gory stuff, you know, like, you know, pretty cruel. I don't want to go into details for the younger listeners, but I'm good. But I can't, I'm really bad with spiritual supernatural you know ghost and all of that so right yeah that's my weakness it's it's I really can't deal with it you know I think I do get fears like that also but maybe because it's more like something you can't control like a human that's out maybe killing other people it's something that and it's a human being and they're just like you and me they're just crazy but something spiritual something out of the ordinary I feel like that will really does get me very scared also yeah because you can't really something bigger than us you know right yeah, yeah. maybe that's it um yeah so I, I think I'm okay with monsters um zombies I don't like looking at them I don't like how I don't know they kind of I don't like how they move slow <laughs> it's I, I don't like they move so slow and how they like I don't know, like just 
but <laughs> and I don't like their posture, but that's okay. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I'm more fearful of them being dead and walking, but the posture is also something I guess to look at. <laughs> but yeah, just something ghosts and you know spirit and all that like yeah I think you're right it's something I can't it's not visible it's not something I don't know like yeah monsters aren't humans but I'm okay with it I'm even okay with like you know all the Tarantino films like super gory stuff and bloody that's Mm. okay too but yeah just ghost is just yeah that's my weakness yeah yeah (laughs) Have you ever seen anything out of the ordinary? Oh, yes, yes. And yeah, I have my fair share of experience. That's for a whole another episode. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) and that's not why I became so afraid of ghosts. Um, Not not because of those experiences. It's just I've always been this way. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It's it's something that I'm sure that lots of people are scared of. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I was I was raised um half Buddhist and I was born into um I was born as Catholic and born and raised like baptized uh, as a baby and but then I was also raised by my Buddhist grandmother, so I'm like half and half. And you know, when I was going through mm-hmm. some like weird um like I, I had some weird experience. So my mom took me to this nun who's uh, worked with a sort of like exorcist priest. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, serious stuff. Like I said, that's for a whole other episode. But so, yeah, I went to see this nun and she told me that my um, spirit is so pure like a child, pure like a baby. So it connects with you know, those who are like, connects with the dead or something like that. That's what she said. She, that's what oh she said. Oh my God. I don't know. Like, but I, I, now that I think about what? it, I kind of feel bad. I laughed at her because <laughs> I was like, me, pure soul? What? <laughs> we need to corrupt you a little bit then. I was like, that's, that's the last thing anyone would say to me. Like, me? Oh no, you're wrong. <laughs> anyway um but yeah i i've seen some stuff i've i had i had experience um yeah so oh, wow. i don't know yeah but yeah i just you know it's halloween so i although i'm scared uh, but i feel like i need to talk about scary korean drama oh my gosh that sounds so so fun is there trick-or-treating nights in Korea? No, there isn't. Halloween is really not um, not Korean thing at all. But interestingly, it's becoming more popular. Um, yeah. And I think it's because, you know, there are, a lot, there are a lot of foreigners living in Korea. And, you know, also with the social media and internet. So Korean, some Koreans kind of just have fun and but it's nothing national nothing common yeah yeah I grew up here in LA 
um, up until I was like 15. And I never went trick-or-treating because one, I mean, my parents are, I was raised in a Christian household. So it was like anything that had to do with Halloween or anything like that was bad. But then I started getting into like my own like scary movies and things <laughs> like that. So then I myself, like you said in the beginning, like the mind is so powerful. So I would picture myself going out trick-or-treating and then having like a random serial killer dressed up and oh killing me, like, stabbing me or waiting oh for my me. Oh Yeah. So then I just put that fear in myself <laughs> on my own. So I've never, ever dressed up for Halloween. I've never been trick-or-treating moved to Mexico and also like you said it's more like parties but there's no trick-or-treating events or stuff yeah. like that so I've never done it but I I, I have fun in this season too you know I'm watching people that's interesting because I you know obviously didn't grow up doing trick-or-treating so I you know when I learned Halloween I looked it up and you know this tradition is really it's um you know sort of like Irish, but not all countries, not all European countries celebrate Halloween with trick or treating. So, mm. yeah, it's very, and I think it's even bigger in America than any other countries. So, it's, uh, you know, I also look at it as a very American capitalism event because all these candy yeah. companies, you know, <laughs> they're like, now's yeah. the time to make money like christmas yep yep mm. and you know like even um easter you know like yeah there's yeah. whole easter bunny chocolate and all the easter candy stuff and yep. yeah it's all about business all sales yeah yep wow it's good to know neither one of us <laughs> yeah i feel even more connected <laughs> to you now yeah <laughs> but, but we still like the gory stuff <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah I was looking through you know just because I am really bad with I can't watch anything s- scary so mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally had to write down all the dramas which which is not a lot uh, all the scary dramas I've watched and there were not many to choose from. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I shouldn't talk about anything Halloween. Maybe I should just skip. But it just, you know, Halloween happens to be Monday, which is when I upload new episodes. So I wanted to do something. And the one I picked today is actually funny and scary at the same time. So I think it's, mm-hmm. it's good for me. It's good for us. Yay! Yes, um, I love that. And I checked with G just to make sure, um, you know, because G's, I think he's more American than us. So I wanted oh, to make sure. <laughs> I wanted to make sure this will be, you know, suitable for the Halloween. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, that will definitely work. And, you know, what, just by listening to what you're talking, uh, the, listening to, you know, little summary, like, yeah, I'll totally watch that. And it's like, that's perfect for Halloween. So, yeah. <laughs> Yay, we got an American approval. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yay, okay, that's good. So, 
the Korean drama I'm talking about, I'm going to talk about today, has a lot of ghosts. And some mm. are good, some are bad. Some looks really scary. Mm. And I actually didn't know those bad ones look scary until like a few days ago. Because when I was actually watching this show a few years ago, I couldn't watch the scene. You know, like when there's scary scene coming up, like, you know, it's something <laughs> scary is going to happen on screen. So I like close my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I didn't know they were actually, you know, how they looked until a few days ago when I'm when I kind of rewatched to prepare <laughs> for the yeah episode today's episode. So yeah, some are really actually scary looking. Oh wow, you went out of your way for it. Thank you. <laughs> you, you faced your fears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but the good thing is. There are only 12 episodes, so the scary moments are not as long. Hmm. And it's on Netflix, so <sighs> it's easy to like pause and skip and if you don't want to watch certain scenes, if you feel like that's going to be too scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, I noticed that I mentioned in my previous episode, there are some international listeners. And thank yeah. you for listening um, from outside of the U.S. I feel very grateful. But yeah, so I'm talking when I'm when I said like it's available on Netflix, it's uh, UX American version of Netflix. I I noticed that Netflix has different shows available in different countries. So I'm not entirely sure. So if you don't find the show in your country's Netflix, I apologize, but I, there's just no way for me to check availability in different countries yeah yeah well with the name there may be other platforms right yeah and you know i'm sure if you have other websites that you go to i'm sure this is available uh, because it was very popular mm. nice what's uh, what's the name of the show so the name of the show is mystic pop-up bar Ooh, pop-up bar yeah. So pop-up bar is, you know, it's sort of like a tenth bar. And okay. I feel like this is easier to understand for non-Koreans uh, now than, you know, maybe two, three years ago, pre-pandemic time, because we've all experienced this whole new era of outdoor dining, you know, at, during covid Um, all these restaurants had some kind of you know tent and you know patio like makeshift patio outside during the pandemic and awning and tent and tables so Mm -hmm. yeah so korea has this culture um of tent bar culture and it's not just recent it's not just um since the pandemic it's always been there and it's it's actually kind of, um, you know, it's not so shabby as it might sound. It's actually very kind of nostalgic and fun for Koreans when they think about t- tent bar. So yeah. when you go to tent bar nowadays, it's actually not that cheap. Like you would think like it should be cheap because it's kind of on the street <laughs> and like a tent, but it's really not that cheap. And 
<laughs> I was in Korea last year and I was surprised how expensive they are. And um, but it's just something fun, especially during summer, like it's a it's still hot um at night. Yeah. So you go out, you sit outside under the tent and you get a little breeze because it's nighttime and you get a little drink and little appetizer dishes and it's just you know experience. Um it's fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. It sounds nice and relaxing. Yeah. So um the name of tent bar in Korean, um, the Korean word is pojang macha. And in short, they say pocha. And sometimes you see Korean restaurants or like a bar say um something, something pocha. Mm. So if you happen to see any like business with the name pocha. That means they're trying to be like brick and mortar version of tent bar in terms of mm. what types of food they serve and um, kind of like atmosphere of the bar. They're trying to make it like a tent bar, only that it's a brick and mortar version. Mm. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. I think I don't know it. Yeah. And if you watch like Korean drama, sometimes, you know, uh, people go to these tent bar, usually like a orange. Uh, kind of tarp sometimes blue but usually it's orange for some reason in Korea and it's you know it's easier to spot them in Korean dramas usually like kind of sad characters go to this tent bar at <laughs> night and get some soju you know that's very common <laughs> yeah I can picture it yeah right So yeah, the drama, um, the drama Mystic Pop Up Bar is basically um, it's centered around this um, special tent bar, mm, a mystical one. Yes, and what's special about this bar is that your bartender, the owner of this tent bar, is actually not human, half human. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's half human, and everybody knows this. Um, and the reason it's a pop up is because it's not always at the same spot. Uh. I mean, this makes sense because you know, whether it's run by human or ghosts, it's a pop up bar, it's tent bar, so you can set up anywhere you want as long as yeah. you have an apartment, as long as it's vacant street. So, but it just kind of pops up because it's run by half human. What's the other half? So here's how the story goes, and you can find out what's the other half. Okay. The bar owner slash bartender's name is Wolju. She's a beautiful tent bar owner with a past. It's a real past because she's been running this bar to repay for her sin from her previous life. The queen of the underworld has ordered Wolju to help hundred thousand people to relieve their sorrow and anger, and Wolju thought, what better way than opening a bar where people come to not only celebrate but to drink at the end of a long and difficult day. Her partner is Gui Banjang. Gui means spirit in Korean, and Banjang means captain. He used to be a head of a criminal squad in the underworld, but was sent to our world 
to supervise the bar because Wolchu's performance dropped sharply lately. Wolchu has helped 99,990 people in the past 500 years. But she's not making progress anymore, and the queen of the underworld has ordered that Wolchu now has one month to help the remaining 10 people, otherwise, she'll fall to hell. The rules are simple. Any guest who looks unhappy, Wolchu can initiate conversation with them, but she cannot force them to talk about their issues in detail. The guests must want to talk about them. If they do start talking about the issues and concern on their mind, Wolchu and or Gui can go into their dreams where the described difficult situation is. There, the two punish the bad guys who treated their guests badly, and it miraculously solves the issue in real life when the guest wakes up. When Wolchu is dealing with her own stress to complete the 100,000 goal, she meets a new character, Kang Bei, who possesses a special talent. Whoever he touches, he makes them confess whatever is on their mind. Thanks to Kang Bei, Wolchu helps a lady who is being sexually harassed at work by her boss in exchange of promotion. Recognizing Kang Bei's talent, Wolchu offers a deal that if Gangbe helps Wolchu, she'll cure his special force so he can be normal. Things are going well with the sidekick Gangbe. They help a young man who was treated unfairly and illegally at a job interview, and a middle-aged man who's diagnosed with dementia. However, While helping out a young woman with her issue, the pop-up bar team breaks the underworld law. Although the law wasn't broken intentionally, the queen does not have mercy on them, and the bar gets an indefinite suspension of business. Now, with less than one month left to fill up the quota, how will Wolju be successful at her quest? Wow. Okay. Okay, I can see. There's lots of like hmm, thrill throughout it. I'm guessing because you're wondering if she's gonna make it or not. Because every moment counts. Yeah. Is there like that type of suspense to it? There is a little bit of suspense, but it comes more from dealing with the dead. Because there are a lot of half of the characters in the show are not human. Oh wow! So Wolchu, she is five hundred years old at least, and her partner is also semi-human because he's like the officer from the underworld. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he's not human either. Um, a lot of guests. Come to the bar. They're also ghosts,、um, but they are just like human. They, you know, they just wander around, and then at night, oh, I'm just gonna go have a little drink. So they come and sit, but they look just like human, and、um, we find out they're actually ghosts because Wolju treated them differently than human guests. 
she tr- treated them differently once then. Um, so like, you know, once they started drinking, once they started talking about certain things, and if they try to talk to human guests, we're just like kicking them out. And she, you know, mm. her character is kind of cranky actually. So she's not like <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's kind of fun because uh she can be really cranky and super direct and she's you know she's not running this bar to make money and she just needs to find whoever guest wants to talk about their issues so she can fill up her quota you know yeah i mean i'm sure living for 500 years would make you very cranky <laughs> <laughs> dealing with people for 500 years <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. And her partner, the guy yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah. So her partner is Gui. We'll say we'll we'll refer him as G for now. <laughs> make it make it easy for us. Um yeah, so her partner is also technically dead and has been working in the underworld for however many years and you know he used to be like a basically police chief in the underworld but the queen in the underworld is sent to him to the bar because our woman our 500 year old lady is not making any progress so (laughs) the queen felt bad like you know you just gotta go and help her out um so that's why he's there so he's also dead, technically. What's his personality like? That's a great question. So this drama overall is actually a kind of comedy. Hmm. Yeah. So you would think like with the ghosts and everything and, um, you know, the suspense that she has one month to, you know, achieve her goal. Um, you would think it's going to be kind of scary and suspenseful, but actually it's comedy, which is probably the only reason I could watch this show <laughs> with all those ghost characters. <laughs> Do the ghost characters have fun personalities too? Yeah. So um, okay. there are some funny things. And, you know, it, at moments, it could be like super over the top comedy, which could be like um, kind of downside for some people um but yeah ghosts are funny too because you know for example there's a scene that people in the underworld they have like a field day so you know like a sports day like in school Mm. so they all have field day and then like some ghosts are like they fight each other and they like cheat on the other team and you know it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the I, I think that's what's really great about this drama because they make everything very like modern. It looks just like our human world. Mm. And, is, you know, is this is based in Korea as well? It's yeah, it's based in Korea and based in Korean afterlife, Korean underworld. Technically, <laughs> I don't okay. know what it's like. <laughs> I've never been there, so. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, so all the ghosts you see here is, um, they are Korean. Um, and they 
are in on the world and there's also kind of in between world uh, which is similar to some other countries um, mythology like you know you cross the river and you know like in greek mythology they talk about this river and um there's different goddess and gods that help you cross a river or lead you to the dock and you know it's very similar in korea mythology so you see some mm. ghosts kind of wandering in between um underworld and our world you know they're like supposed to cross a river but you know they have so much you know sadness or a grudge left in the current world so they are still wandering here and in the drama, they're said, they say they're still here because, you know, they have some kind of uh, something unfinished business here and they're not supposed to be here. And those are the usually bad spirits. Mm. Are they, are they committing crimes as well? Yeah, you're right. So Ooh. one of, uh, one way that like the queen underworld queen let Wolju to fill up her quota is either you help because she's not making progress and kind of queen kind of felt bad like you only have 10 people left to fill up but then you're not making any progress so I'll let you catch some of those bad spirits to bring them back to underworld mm. and then I'll you know, I'll count them as helping one life, one living human. So they're making, they're committing crimes. For example, like, you know, you see in like scary movies, like people move into a new house and, you know, somebody die in the family, things like that, uh, because of a bad spirit, evil spirit. So those are the things that they say, um, bad spirit, evil spirit that wanders in our world. Um, they are committing crimes. Mm. Oh wow! So you see, like how mm. why I couldn't be in the closet. Like this is comedy, but still, <laughs> yeah, I would still picture those the bad spirits around me. <laughs> right. I'm kind of looking around my room right now too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So make sure you don't have any bad spirits in your room. <laughs> I hope not. I don't think I've ever seen a spirit. I've heard things. Oh. I've felt things. I've never Ooh. seen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they say it's, that's why it's important to relieve, you know, all of our feelings and, you know, whatever you know, sadness, grudges, and whatever we have kind of negative feelings before we die, because, you know, people with those bad feelings can turn into evil spirits. <gasps> really? Is that why they do confessions and all of that? Oh, you know like, what, actually, maybe that's, maybe that's like a cross point between like Catholicism and, you know, because this, I mean, this is based based on like Korean you know Korean mythology or Korean beliefs yeah but you know I find um you know different religions and different cultures and mythologies they all have some kind of you know common um like 
common like knowledge or common what do you say like a common yeah stuff yeah yeah I see a lot of similarity in these like religions and also like culture right yeah and like you know Korean culture in this type of like a life and death and afterlife um, has a lot to do with Buddhist uh, belief but I learned that um, there's some aspects in um, Judaism that they believe in some kind of afterlife Mm. yeah do you believe in afterlife I do yeah I believe in not not because I was raised by my grandma but yeah I, I just feel like that's a part of karma yeah like reincarnation I, yeah reincarnation and you know like they talk about it in this show too you you know if you were a bad person in your life you are born as a you know some some kind of insect you know like uh you know like a fly you know <laughs> I'm sure a fly's life is not better than you know pet dogs so something like that mm-hmm. yeah well what's funny <laughs> is that in this drama there's a scene so there are like people um they're dead and then they go in front of the queen and judges after life and it's not like a scary and some kind of like lord of the ring kind of set up it's like an office <laughs> building it's like a courtroom like <laughs> super modern and a courtroom and I'm, I'm just mentioning this because you asked me like you know reincarnation it reminds me of this scene so people like they're dead and then they go in front of the underworld judges and they're literally like a you know sitting in like a courtroom not not even like a courtroom it's super modern it's like an office building and the, the judges have gravel and everything and there's a guy, he was like a con man in his life and he did everything bad you could think of. And he's all about money and super greedy. And um, I guess he had a, he was a restaurant owner and then he just made really bad food. He used all the expired ingredients and he just tried to make money. And, you know, so the judges were saying like, okay, so you fed, you, you've been feeding your customers these bad food. So you should live your afterlife eating shit, like literally shit, (laughs) (laughs) because that's what you did in your life. So he was born as uh, like some like super small insects that like live off of cow shit. (laughs) (laughs) No. And then this is this is a really fun part. You're going to love this. There, there are firemen, firefighters. So there were seven firefighters. They died during, um, during the mission. So they were like trying to rescue people during big fire. And then seven of them, seven firefighters, they all died. So they go in front of the judges. And then um, the judges ask them, like, okay, obviously you died while doing good. What do you want to be born into? And they're you know, wishes are very simple and humble. They're like, you know, I just wish I could be wind because that's the most precious thing when I was alive. Um, you know, just a little breeze and wind during our break. So I wish I could be wind. I'm sure some people would appreciate wind. You know, like it's so nice. You know, it kind of shows like people with good 
intention, good people have humble wishes. Yeah. <laughs> so I must not be a good person. I was just thinking that's so cheesy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is it is cheesy, but you know, this is the best part. You're gonna love this. So there are seven firefighters, right? Yeah. So what do you think judges made them into? Stop, BTS. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it BTS? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So, because of whatever copyright issues, or I don't know, so they couldn't say BTS, so they say BLS. <laughs> oh wow oh that's so amazing (laughs) (laughs) so according to the underworld law the reincarnation law reborn into human is the best like highest level so if you live your life as a good person you can be born into human again in your next life Mm. So meaning these seven firefighters, they lived their life doing all the good stuff. So they are all, all seven of them are born into human, but not only just human, they become BTS in their next life, which is current life. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the only thing better than that would be to be um, BTS wives in the next <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your chance you can uh you can start live your life really good and then yeah. the, maybe there will be another bts in the next generation next you know 180 years and then you could be their wife <laughs> i need to change my ways then <laughs> you know in this show they talk about point system sort of so hmm. when you're when you die and then you go in front of the judges they look at your life and, you know, let's say you, um, you did really bad stuff. You, you, you were kind of average person, but then you did some really bad stuff, but you also did some good stuff. So they kind of, they kind of adds point and also can be deducted. Mm. They so evaluate like, you throughout your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when you're in school and in your class, you know, like, okay, your essay was really good, but your attendance is bad. So you get three points off of your grade. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they have one per person. Yeah. Each person <laughs> gets evaluated in front of the judges. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's really. So- yeah, it's it's fun and um you know this whole concept of uh you know you die and then you go um you go in front of the oh my god. Ooh. Are you okay? Yeah, my dog Did just you- uh crept up on me and <laughs> oh. you're wow. on the edge too. I know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My dog is looking at me like, why are you so freaking out? <laughs> uh, I hear a little bit of 
static. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe that's ghost. <laughs> because we're talking yeah. about them, they are here. No. Are are ghosts able to harm us? Do you think? Are like ghosts- physically hurt us? In some movies, I think they do. In this drama, does Korean in this Korean drama they do harm people? Oh, no. <laughs> do do they do it for fun? Either they do it for fun, or because you know these bad spirits are the ones that have they hold grudges in the current world, so they want other people to be unhappy just like them. You know, it's like when you're when we're in a good mood, like we like our friends, family, and we like people to be happy and share the happiness and good mood. But when we're in a bad mood, like it kind of it's kind of bitter to watch others to be happy and enjoying their life. You know, you feel that way. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bad person to feel this way. (laughs) (laughs) You mean like you want? Maybe I'm, maybe it's just me. Not necessarily like others. I I want others to be unhappy, but like I'm in a you know like I'm in a bad mood, and everyone's laughing and they're having good time, and I'm looking at them and like you know I kind of feel bitter, you know. <laughs> kind of like the the five hundred year old woman. <laughs> 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 or the evil spirits in this drama that that's why they're mm. harming people that's why they're like <laughs> with humans are you trying to tell me you're a spirit <laughs> <laughs> no oh no 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 let's not invoke these things here yeah you know in this drama so Wolchu, the five 500 year old woman she kind of forces Kangbe, the young guy who has special talent, she forces him to uh, sign a contract to work with her to fill up her quota of 10 people. But then she also forces him sort of like, it's kind of like, you know, she's like a passive aggressive. So she makes him to do some sales work. Like, hey, you got to go out, you know, like promote our bar, promote this business so people can come and talk about their issues, you know. So he goes out to the street and he's handing out, you know, business card, you know, kind of like people on the street, they're trying to like promote stuff. Um, mm. But she also says, you know, I, I forgot to tell you, there's a side effect, like, you know, that there's a downside of doing the business with us, which is you might see some ghosts. So he's like, okay. He's like, kind of brushes off, like whatever. But then he does start to see ghosts because, like, sometimes he's sitting at this like tent tent bar, and then he'll like respond to some other guests, uh, whatever the guests are saying, and then the G person, not person, the G, mm-hmm. um, the business okay. partner, and Wolju, they're like, can you hear him? Like, did you just respond to him? You know, you're not supposed to because he's a ghost. He just goes sitting in a corner and drinking. So he does start to see ghosts. 
And then what they tell Kang Be is that it's not good for you to see or respond or interact with ghosts. So he, they tell him, whenever you see a ghost, pretend you don't see them. Mm. And I feel like I've heard this before. Um, when you, it's like it's it's bad for you, like spiritually and mentally. So whenever you see them, pretend you don't see them, and pretend you don't hear them. Mm. So you just completely not acknowledge them there. What if they touch you? So I guess you're not. You know, technically, you know, even if a ghost touch you or try to like grab you, you're not supposed to feel it. I, I know you mm. said that you felt something before, but um, they're oh, not, no, you know, no. I, I, I meant like, um, like, like this, you know, when you feel like somebody's near you. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. More, like more so like the energy of somebody. Right. Not, not, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little weird now. I feel weird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so then the trick is not to acknowledge them. Yeah, and they said the same thing in this drama. So, um, I think there's some truth to it. Mm. Like you're not supposed to be in line with them because you're energy the living like human energy is not supposed to connect with the dead yeah hmm. okay so maybe you feed into their energy when you acknowledge or are fearful and i guess if you acknowledge them that's how they can get you yeah okay you know, actually, speaking of this Gangbe character, he's um, this actor's real actual name is Yuk Songje, but he's also from a boy band. Oh, what boy band? Um, it's called B2B, and they are now uh, B2B Blue. It became a sort of like sub band, sub boy band of what it used to be. But um, he's from B2B, and he's been doing. A lot of like, um, you know, game shows and TV shows, and he actually just finishes army duty. So I think he's gonna do a lot more work. But he's he's really good. He's a good actor. Nice. And he's cute. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my follow-up question always. Right. Yeah. <laughs> always. Is is this his first um, acting gig or? or- has he been introduced into it? No, he's done some stuff before, but he did this and um, he's doing a lot more work now. Mm. So yeah, it's fun to check him out in this drama. He's, he's really good and cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. How about the uh, 500-year-old woman? Is she, is she a younger actress also? No, she's not. So... I mean, she looks really young, but she's actually about 40 years old in her real life. Oh, but wow. back in the day, um, she was in a girl band. Like, this is, you know, 20, 
almost close to 30 years ago. Like very, very first generation of whole K-pop. Even before it was K-pop, she was in you know, this group uh, for a short period. And she started, she's more of an actress. She didn't do a lot of um, girl band, K-pop career. Um, so she's always been actress. But, you know, I, I never really was a super fan of her work because um, her voice can be kind of a little nasally and her acting is sometimes like a little bit like kind of overacting but I think that's why it's perfect for this character because it's supposed to be like kind of comedy and sometimes over the top comedy so her voice fits perfectly for her character and how she's like you know like she has a big action that fits with the character too in the show oh nice yeah and I think she's really she led the whole show really well do you feel like the the casting was proper for like each one of the characters? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Because this this whole show could feel like you mentioned it briefly. It could feel cheesy at sometimes. Like you know, firefighters they just you know have this humble wishes. You know they want to be wins, <laughs> and you know each episode, like almost every episode, they help somebody with their issues and. Um, difficulties and that because you know she has to help 10 people with their issues so each episode has um some kind of you know small stories you watch and it could sometimes feel like oh yeah it's a little melodramatic but I think the casting and acting and music all of that is really well done which is why it doesn't feel the drama is lagging or, you know, overly done. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I feel like, I mean, or I may be reading into it a little too much, but I, I feel like it also has like that little, it delivers a message. Like, because she's being given a purpose in life, basically, yeah. to like, help others. Like, yeah, the awareness or being that go-to person for others, gaining trust. It's it's pretty cool. I like that it has that to it. At the same time, comedy, and at the same time, the ghost factor that you mentioned. Right. So, yeah, like you said, it's not just, you know, these ghost stories. It's, a, you know, it's really about helping people. And the message here is, like, you know, when we do good and make the world a better place, you know, it's sort of what goes around comes around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure people who lived 500 years ago, they would say the same thing, but I feel like the world has become a place for people with power, power and money. And, you know, especially those who abuse their power. Yeah. Just, you know, world is better for them. It's world the world exists for those people. And sometimes we just have to deal with certain situations and unjust, um, unjust and unfair situations. But um, because there's not much we can do and everyone deals with such situation in, in their own way, but 
you know, I think the idea started from how nice would it be if there's a place to kind of shake off this feeling, this kind of, you know, sadness and that we deal with because of certain situation. And how can we help those who were treated badly? You know, I think that's really the base idea of this show. Yeah. And like you mentioned, the whole part of the karma end of it, like I think sometimes we don't realize what we're putting out into the world. So just seeing this whole like little judgment, like the whole trial and the whole compensation for what you did. I feel like all of that is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, in this show, there are various characters and various shapes of life and even death, you know, different ways of dying and death. And, you know, there are people who are innocent, um, somebody who's just sorry, somebody who wants to die, um, somebody who wants to turn back their time. And, you know, these are the types of lives and issues that our bartender deals with. And when you think of it, the karma is very, you know, it's Asian, like it's very, it could be foreign concept to a lot of people and it can be misunderstood or difficult to understand. But I think this drama illustrates really well in detail and how much of it is really very simple concept. It's really just, mm-hmm. you know, like exactly what you said, what we put out um, is how much we will also be benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so great. I mean, I, I was listening to the whole like, comedic side and the whole forest side, but like overall, I feel like it, having this internal message also is very very interesting and very it makes me want to watch it even more yeah because like i said you know it's really what goes around comes around and overall it makes a good heartwarming comedy with good and evil ghosts um in the show and when you die and go in front of the underworld king or queen in this show they say queen but really we don't know like people say like a god you know, they say he, but we don't know if it's he or she or third gender, you know. Mm. So when you die and go in front of the judges, you know, good deeds can cover some of the, you know, unintentional bad act in your life and like a point system I mentioned. And um, yeah, that's really what the show is about. And there's a bigger arc, which is, you know, whether our bartender, Walju, can reach your goal and be saved from hell and you know that's sort of like a bigger arc and like Walter has a previous life and everyone including her partner G also has previous life and Kangbe the human character he has a previous life so you get to find out what their previous life uh, was and why they're in their position right now so that's another kind of uh, focal point. Mm. Okay. And to give you a little hint, uh, Wolju, our bartender, her scene is that she actually killed herself in her previous life. 
and not just a suicide, but she killed herself on the sacred tree in Korea. And because it was sacred tree, the tree spirit died when she killed herself on it. But then the reason she killed herself is actually kind of sad because um, she was a shaman in her previous life. And mm. she happens to fall in love with a prince. And the royals definitely did not approve any of that. So they try to separate the two people. And when that didn't succeed, the royals burn Wolju, our bartender's house down. And her mom died in the fire. So she felt extremely sad and guilty and um, she hated everyone in the palace and she killed herself. Mm. But, you know, basically this is Romeo and Juliet. And what's funny is that there's actual Romeo and Juliet parody scene in this drama. And <laughs> it's mixed with the famous Star Wars scene also. What? <laughs> I know, it's wild. Um and when like when there's like Romeo and Juliet played in the scene in this drama, it's not even her character. It's about someone else. It's really crazy. How creative. It's yeah, it's I, I would creative. never <laughs> I would never, I would never think, think to think cross, cross the two. So yeah, it gets a little wild, it gets a little over the top at some point. Um but yeah, it's it's really fun and really well um, kind of weaved into the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I was also thinking maybe maybe they know a bartender that's a good therapist, and uh, it's kind of letting you know that you you can open up to your bartender. Yeah. 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 Okay, this is so interesting. I, I'm really, really excited to start watching this. And you know, what kind of also um, made me think about is that, you know, while helping these people, there are certain moments that our 500-year-old woman, Wolju, she thinks of her past life, you know, her moments with the prince. And there are certain things that reminds her of her time with the prince. And as you're watching, you're like, well, that probably happened 500 years ago. How would you remember that? Or like, <laughs> you know, like, how, wh why does it even matter at this point? You know, like, why, why would you even like remember that? But I was thinking like, you know, oh yeah, there are things that I did in my, you know, when I was in high school or middle school and it's, just feels like it was yesterday and I'm like okay where did the time go you know and I'm like okay that's probably how she feels you know she's like oh it, it was 500 years ago where did the time go <laughs> you know <laughs> 500 years wow right <laughs> yeah it's a lot of life yeah um and you know like I really liked all the funny moments in this show like for example like i said like there's like whole underworld ghost uh field day so they have a sports game and stuff but 
also there's a like scene you know like you ever feel like you have a really good dream and you feel like you have to buy a lottery ticket that day <laughs> i i haven't had a dream that good but maybe it's a creative thing like dreams do that like oh my i had a really good dream i gotta buy lottery ticket or something that's what they say <laughs> really yeah i did a few times <laughs> <laughs> do you have any luck um i mean like five dollars <laughs> hey that's something <laughs> so i didn't lose anything actually but you know like in the dream uh in the show you're like a dead grandma dead ancestors come to your dream and they tell you random numbers so like you know you wake up and you're like oh i saw my grandma in my last night's dream she told me 18 so like the guy goes to the store, he buys a lottery ticket, he like fills up the you know circle, the number the grandma told him, and then he wins a lottery ticket. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh. I I you know, this is the first time I hear that. Like, oh really? Yeah. Of, both, yeah. Yeah, I think it's very Korean thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they incorporated <laughs> it into the movie. Yeah, but they, they talk about it because they're like, um, once she goes to Underworld, she meets this, you know, the old person and they died, but they're worried about their grandkid and apparently they lived a good life as a good, you know, kind people. So what you wanted to do them a favor and like, okay, you can give them some numbers. That's fine. You know, <laughs> let them win the lottery ticket and. So that's what they do. But that's also kind of thing that Koreans talk about. Like, oh, I saw my grandma in my last night's dream or I saw my grandpa, so I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that were true. I wouldn't mind knowing a ghost if that was the case. If they can tell me lottery ticket, like winning numbers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then there's another scene that's... Um, you know, because like I talked about like how you go in front of the judges, it's very much like a modern courtroom and all the systems and, you know, and then there's a underworld queen and, you know, like this G character, Gui Banjang, he's uh, technically the police officer. So there's a whole system on the world, in the underworld, that's kind of like our world. And there's also underworld manager, He's like a general manager and he's supposed to be like working with the, the queen and he has his job to do, but he comes to the bar one day and he's like, oh, you know, I got to go to workshop. So can you guys like help me out for one week, you know? And they're like, what kind of workshops? I'm like, oh, it's an Asian region, you know, underworld manager workshop. So I just got to go there for a week. So you got to help me out with my, some of my work, you know? <laughs> and then like it it's very much like the real world work life so the underworld queen also has a boss so she's she's a queen but she also has a boss who is actually the god like like god as we know whether you're a christian or um you know whatever your religion is so there's a, this like a bigger um boss who's like the underworld kind of death queen's got a uh, boss 
And the god was was like on her. She's like, you got to do your work. You're, you know, you're not following up on your task, whatever. So she gets pissed off. And she's like, oh, my God, my boss is killing me. So she sends a text message to her colleague, supposed to be colleague. But she accidentally sends the message to the god. <laughs> no. So it's like you're talking bad about your boss. And you're actually sending that message to your boss. no that's so embarrassing right and then like this is a really funny scene but that actually creates the whole kind of advantage for our bartender woman but yeah it's like a you know this whole thing is very much like our world (laughs) same problem right yeah i mean even the idea of that you know her bar gets suspension because you know she broke the law that's like kind of funny because like that's what happens in our life in the real world (laughs) yeah it's got a it's got like a nice little modern touch to it right yeah so like you know this whole concept of you know reincarnation karma you're you know repaying for your scene all that can be like kind of foreign and weird but the whole you know the concept and how it's um, told is very modern and it and it's just like you know our world yeah it makes it really relatable right yeah exactly <laughs> oh wow okay well i really 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 like this it's really intriguing and i'm also curious about the setting because i i want to see these pop-up um bars yeah it's very similar to i mean it's it's not a strange concept anymore because we've been through this whole covid outdoor dining era (laughs) (laughs) but it used to be something very like kind of korean and you know uh, low-key kind of you know casual drinking vibe so i heard you know before pandemic like foreigners would travel to korea and then they all want to experienced that because they saw that in Korean drama like the characters would go to 10th bar and they get a bottle of soju or something like that you know so it was like a forested <laughs> thing in a way <laughs> okay I mean I, I'm sure it's done a lot better there in the movie so I want to see that because I do see a few little leftover tents here but I think it's mainly from like the COVID times and it's just being reused like in um bulgogi yeah hut and i went to go get it they have it for the little waiting area on the outside oh yeah 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 it's it's a little different it's not just a table and um when you go to these korean tent bar they have sort of like um the whole you know little mini kitchen set up right in front of you so you're it's very much like a, really a bar because you have this tent bar owner right in front of you and they're cooking up or serving you drink and then you're sitting in front of them and eating and drinking. Mm. It's, it's really fun experience. It sounds like a fun experience. Yeah, so um, check out the poster and yeah, the poster can tell you a lot about this drama mystic pop-up bar um it's available on netflix u.s netflix and i'm sure uh in most of 
countries, Netflix, I hope. Yeah, and since you mentioned that, you know, it all sounds kind of interesting, I'm, I'm glad that because the concept can be kind of weird if you're not Korean, this whole, you know, underworld and, you know, reincarnation and everything. I mean, I'm from like my Mexican household and all, I, I found a lot of it relatable. So I'm pretty sure it's like, it, it's just got this wide concept of things or you can interpret it different ways. So I think it's, it's great to target multiple cultures and like audience. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I find some of these, you know, Korean mythologies and tales and, you know, it kind of crosses with other cultures. You know, there's a, this creature, not creature, there's this uh, supposedly uh, a goddess character. Um, and they're the one that kind of puts baby in your belly. So when you get pregnant, it's because this goddess uh, gives you the baby. I mean, scientifically, you know, yes, the sperm meets your, you know, all the. <laughs> <laughs> We're not being scientific today, so forget all that. Well, that's kind of like the Spanish, they say, like La Cigüeña oh. that delivers the baby. Oh. Also, yeah, that's so interesting. You know, I was wondering because I felt like I asked G, not the G in the, the show, I asked G, our partner G, um, whether there's a, you know, God or, you know, some kind of, um, you know, figure in American or a German, he's German, he has German ancestry. So I asked him if there, if he knows anything like this. And he says, like, I've never heard of anything like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, just Koreans are a little weird. Koreans think that, you know, there's this, you know, goddess figure that puts baby in your belly. So, you know, I just, okay. But I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. You know, it's, maybe it's more like in culture that's not American. And because, yeah, we, we definitely have. Oh, yeah, you know, because it's... when you think about it, this whole pregnancy and delivering the baby, that's such a like, you know, I mean, it's like a miracle, you know, that a human being can be pregnant and give birth, you know, that whole process. I, I, I think it's a really fascinating thing, fascinating science, really. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure, you know, However, thousands of years ago, people would have had some kind of God or, you know, something that they pray to or, you know, they expect help from this, you know, invisible force. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nine months of giving life to a human. It, yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's more to science, more than science to that. Right? Yeah. I mean, science can explain how that process happens, <laughs> but really, like, how that even, you know, like, I don't know, like, yeah. So I'm glad that it's not just Korean culture that has this goddess, um, you know, figure that puts baby in your belly. 
So yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to find out. Yeah, I'm happy to find out there's like lots of similarities, or maybe it's just right? similarities with Mexican and Korean culture. I I do think there's yeah, there's something else that um there are there are other things that I I can't remember right now, but there was something else. But anyway, I, I just brought it up because there's this goddess character in this show also. Oh, this this creature, this figure is very popular in Korea, and usually people pray to this figure um, if they have a hard time getting pregnant, and you know, and when you're pregnant, you say, "Oh, this um, pregnancy goddess uh, finally." Heard my prayer or something like that, you know. But in this mm. drama, how they describe, how they illustrate this goddess doing the work is <laughs> this um, this goddess who's not young. Actually, you think of a goddess as like really kind of you know Lord of Rings kind of character, but she's old. And <laughs> the name in Korean of this goddess is actually um, there's a word grandma in it. And you would think like she's doing God's work, giving baby in a woman's belly, but she literally goes to um, claw like a box, you know, like those like you go to arcade and then you put coins in and there's a claw and then pick a like stuffed animal. Yeah. And a lot of times you like, it never like actually grabs the stuffed animal until the, you know, it comes out like you always lose your money. It's just yeah. like a stupid claw. That's how she picks the baby. For you <laughs> she goes to arcade and she plays this game claw game <laughs> and she gets like a little like the baby's in a like a little plastic bowl like you put you know like those little plastic kind of you put the coins in and you get a little plastic bowl and there's like a figure so that's how it is so she like plays this claw game and then she gets the baby and then she gets the ball out of the you know this whole arcade machine it's like, okay, I picked a baby. This one goes to so-and-so, you know? <laughs> That's such a fun way to look at it. Right, I'm yeah. sure she visits that arcade a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what happens in this show. But yeah, um, overall, like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that this all sounds very interesting to you. Yeah, so much of it. Like the culture, the whole storyline. The comedy, the horror, and it's in only twelve episodes. Yeah, yeah. You know, if um, for those of you who are listening to this, and if you're interested in um, knowing more about this whole Korean mythology of life and death and after after death, there's a movie called Along with the Gods. Um, it's it's a really great movie, and it talks. Th- the gods in this title that they talk about the gods really um, there are seven gods that you meet after you die and each god judge you based on different aspects of your life so that's what they do and there's like you know like in western culture they talk about um, what's that guy with the pickaxe um Mm. when you die you meet this guy what's the guy a grim reaper oh, grim reaper yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same time 
um, so in Korean culture, uh, the Grim Reapers um, have different, like, there are different types of Grim Reaper. So the movie talks about how you meet Grim Reaper and they take you through the journey of meeting seven different gods after you die and through your mm. judgment in front of the seven different gods. And, you know, it, the movie kind of goes into more detail of the, how this drama covers, you know, the point system and the drama kind of makes it fun and puts a modern spin to it. But um, the, yeah, the movie is really well done and it's really fun to watch and kind of makes you, you know, live your life differently. At least for me, like, I feel like, okay, I, I need to be a better person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh wow what was the name of that movie again along with the gods along with the gods yeah hmm. along with the gods and mystical pop bar okay. perfect but you know speaking of mexican culture um i always hear about god what's the name of this ghost it's like something that grandmas would say to the kids, like, don't do the bad thing. So-and-so will come and get you. Oh, there's so many, my grandma. <laughs> my family used to get me. <laughs> 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 I heard, like, El Coco. Uh, I mean, obviously, La I think Llorona, it was with L. Was... Oh, yeah, what was it? Uh, Llorona. La, La, La Llorona? Yeah. Oh, no. I have a friend that says she's heard her cry before. Oh my God. No. Okay. I yeah, brought up the wrong no. thing. Let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Now I'm really looking around my room. <laughs> okay. It's 1030. It's dark outside. It's not so late, but it's, it's nighttime. So let's not get into that. I brought up the wrong thing. Oh my God. My dog just moved. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah um you should tell me next time you should tell me about um your cultures like yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah what definitely. you believe and you know yeah definitely i'd love to get more into i'm, I'm always interested in learning because this whole it's it's different than religion it's i feel like it's it can be deeper than religion different cultures what they believed for so many years thousands of years you know yeah 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 even from within families i think i think there's like different beliefs oh yeah yeah for sure i'm really looking around now <laughs> me too like yeah i i put my dog on my lap because i don't want her to keep going in and out of the room <laughs> every time she moves it scares me so i just put her on my lap now <laughs> but that's what I heard like for sure like when you talk about the spirits and you know they kind of interpret it as that you were calling them so they they come to you really I don't know maybe it's a Korean thing <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I heard mm. yeah so next time yeah I I would like to hear more about your cultures afterlife and however you celebrate or don't celebrate and whatever you believe 
I'll be very interested in hearing more about it. Of course, thank you. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's there's a lot of like, different myths and uh, beliefs in the Mexican culture. Yeah, and let's make sure let that we don't talk about it at night. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> let's pick a day when we have the sun out still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, so there you have it. That's Mystic Papa Bar. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Well, I hope this will make your Halloween a little bit scarier. Yeah, I will definitely not be trick-or-treating, but I can scare myself in the safety <laughs> of my own room watching this show. <laughs> and look around. Look around you. Make sure you are alone. Maybe not. Look over your shoulder. No. <laughs> no, don't do that. Now I felt something on my foot. <laughs> I'm just, just scaring myself. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to let you go have fun with your ghost in your room. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for invoking them. <laughs> Well, I'll be seeing you in November now. This last day of October. Oh my gosh, yeah. November. Fall time, though. It's great. Every day is beautiful. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, right, thank you for joining tonight. And yeah, have a good night or try to have a good night. I'll try. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> <laughs>